Are we live, Bree? Oh, we're live. Oh, yeah. Woo! Kev said this show was a little too mellow last week. I have sunglasses on, and you're listening to No Limits, episode 32. And Bree's back, and, 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 and I'm here. Sam's not here, but it's okay. All right, Bree, please put me at your thanks. Bye. Hey guys, I got sunglasses on, like I said, we're going to keep them on for the whole episode. And uh, and you're listening to episode 32 of No Limits, PlayStation podcast. And my name is Taylor, and I'm joined by my co-host, Brianna. And you're listening, I just said that, woohoo! Remember, you can find the video version of this podcast over on youtube.com slash save the game media every Tuesday. While you're over there, make sure to subscribe to the channel. If you'd rather listen to audio, we're on all your favorite podcast services and would love it if you could leave us a review it helps us grow and we would love all any feedback if you want to support us and get early access to all save the game media content head over to patreon.com save the game and media and choose the tier that is right for you just like our current patrons did bucky blue hopple alpaca tom amon fabulous brianna brianna's mom brianna's brother brianna's wife nikolai at night cypher primes brenda myers marcus o'neill lillian Mimi J, The Snack Network, David Hotright, Dave Harp, and Xbox Expansion Pass. Again, so please go over to patreon.com slash to check it out. And our YouTube as well. And our Discord, links in the show notes for all of that. Yeah, talk to us in the Discord. So, uh, Bree, it's Bree's first show back since she's been in Japan. How you doing, Bree? Um, I'm doing well. I'm a little bit tired. Um, my sleep schedule is really weird right now. Um, I think I fell asleep at like four hours ago, maybe as of like us recording (laughs) and I woke up about an hour ago. So I think I got like three hours of sleep. No. So yeah, probably we'll take a nap later. All right. Bree, I got a question for you. Okay. As someone who sorely needs to do like i don't know a facial skin skincare routine how do yeah. i get other than getting better sleep how do i get these bags out like dark circles off from under my eyes Brie? um well there's several things that you can do i think a brightening cream would be super helpful like or any kind of like lotion or like i don't even know what your skincare routine is so like any kind of yeah so any kind of skin routine at all would be helpful um, but if you're like, I, I you soap specifically... and I wash my hands, that's, that's it. Yeah. Sorry. I interrupted. No, that just upsets me. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> okay. When you are removing moisture from your face and not replacing it, your face starts overproducing oil. So just understand mm-hmm. that when you're washing your face and taking all of the oils, good and bad, off of your face you're not replacing it with anything good and healthy and so your face starts overproducing oils to overcompensate i feel like i could just like i feel like a five minute routine would just be really productive like, yeah i feel like i want to go crazy with it you don't have to go crazy it's definitely like you don't i mean just find like a really good cleanser 
um find a really good like like it sounds like for you like a like a, uh so you'd want to do a regular face lotion because face lotion will not go on your eye area your eye area is way too sensitive to like put on regular lotions in your eye area maybe for you um not me i built it so if you just get like a regular like a specific eye cream um okay. i can send you the one that i use i've had it for like ever and it like doesn't like it, it it's not going very quickly because like you don't use much so okay and i need to put it in my pupil i did not say that but if you want to i'm not going to tell you no oh yeah i'm into that um the other thing that i think that a lot of dudes just don't want to hear um hey. but i think is bs is like hey. you could literally just use concealer isn't was that like a makeup product yeah, it's a really basic makeup product, and it's, like, one of the number one makeup products that, like, a dude would use. It's literally just, like, something that's your, the color of your skin. You just put it, oh, like, under okay. your eyes and, like, pat it out so it's, like, blended out a little bit. And you can even go to, like, a Sephora or Ulta and just say, hey, you know, like, I'm looking for something to, like, kind of cover up my bags. Like, I don't like them. Can you show me how to use it? And they'll, like, recommend a product to you, show you how to use it, and, like, do the whole the whole thing um so i would probably recommend like doing that because then like there are some days that you're just so tired that you do just have bags under your eyes i probably have bags under my eyes right now but i just like cover it up with makeup so unapologetically yeah all right i'll look into mm -hmm. it thanks yeah no problem yeah it's very playstation related yeah i mean you know like i've seen i've talked about it on the discord clearly i love skincare stuff i have like a lot of skincare products so yeah yep 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 uh what else oh yeah so again i'm just still in the transitioning after moving across the country mm -hmm. when do you start collecting books um i took i checked a book out of the library yes two days ago i love the library so much i miss going Free, baby I miss yeah. Going. I got a book about World War One. Because I want to learn more about World War One. That I. sounds yeah. awful. Really? Really I'm not awful. even I'm not even gonna try and pretend that that would be something I would do. I hate I'm, history so I'm much. Curious. I like I we didn't learn about it much in school. I'm like, come on, come on, American professor, teach me more about World War One. Oh yeah. The American no. teacher where America wasn't involved that much other than towards the end. Barely learned anything in high school. All right. Well, so. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything. Okay. Don't say any anything then. Yeah. Have I been playing any games? Yes, yes. I have. Oh, wait, I've been playing, playing Dead Space. Dead Space and Hogwarts Legacy. Um Honk Hogwarts. No. Hogwarts. Honk. What what is happening right now? I don't understand <laughs> like what is happening. Yeah. Um okay. Um yes, so I've been playing mostly dead space and then i got really angry at the combat system um and trying to fight this enemy and so um, i took a break and started hogwarts um and so i played that for uh, like two or three hours um so i didn't do too much but i finally got my wand and stuff so i'm pretty excited about that um the wizards measure their wands in that game 
Yeah, they do. I mean, the length of your wand, like, it changes stuff. Like, I mean, there's, like, flexibility, length, and then, like, what the wood the wand is made out of, and then, like, what the core is made out of. So. Interesting. So it's like a base. Yeah. Ball yeah, so mine awesome. mine is Rowan wood, uh, nine and three quarters length um, with a dragon core. Dragon heart core. Nine and three quarters inches. Is there a, mm -hmm. is there a unit that they use in Harry Potter? A unit of measurement? Not that I know of. It's just nine and three quarters? Yeah, nine and three quarter inches. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, well, I know. Skinny Matt from another carpool gaming. He works, I think, for the U.S. Department of Standards and Measures. So this is, this is up, up his alley. I think it would be more interesting to ask, like, Sam if his wand is also measured in inches or if it's in the metric system. I think that length of his wand is his business, Brie. I mean, you're, that's true. But in the terms of the video game, <laughs> I think it would be interesting to ask. That's pretty, you're kind of crossing over some boundaries here. I don't know if that's right. Oh, wait, aren't we all married? So. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, platonically, yeah. My camera Whoa, hates me today. Whoa, your camera. I know. Guys, your camera's my camera is, okay, okay. My camera has like literally decided it's done. <laughs> it's like, peace. Yeah. So is my room with this audio setup. So sorry for audio listeners or any listeners with this stupid ass echo. I don't know. There's a huge gap in the wall to my left because this is an open one bedroom apartment. And I don't know how to fix it without moving where I record because I can't put... Wait, so if you bring a girl over, they'll be able to see your bedroom just like automatically? Oh, yeah. I need yeah, I need to make sure this place is spick and span at all times. Yeah, okay. I mean, I would only bring a girl over to like play checkers and connect for yeah, what else would you do? Cook. We would uh. we would collaboratively cook and <laughs> watch TV. That's it. I think the term is Netflix and chill. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, and then we would we would jump on the bed. We would jump on the bed and then and then leave. Mm. I do not know the last time I jumped on a bed. To be honest Actually, with you, if someone were to stay over, they have to go. They have to sleep under my bed. Really? Yeah. Keep it platonic, I guess. Yeah, under my bed, no, no exceptions. I don't care if you're my, I don't care if you're my mom or my dad or if you're someone I just met off the street. You're sleeping under the bed. I don't have any way to contact your parents, but I want to send them this clip. <laughs> nope. Mm -mm. No. Parents you know what? What worse. freaks me out is that, like, remembering you have a sibling every once in a while, it like freaks me out. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why. I know it makes you feel angry that Taylor is not alone. No, yeah. that's yeah. not what I was feeling. That's, that's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I was feeling confused because it's like, I don't know. I feel like, like, because my siblings are both like in the Discord. Like, Chloe doesn't show up very often, but like, both my siblings are in there. I don't know. You're trying to pressure me to get my brother to join the Discord? No, I'm very confused that you have a brother in the first place. <laughs> I mean, I was an unplanned twin, so yeah. So, were you the unplanned one or, or, both of us. Well, no, no, one of us. Right. That's a good question. My parents never told me. They're probably horrible parents for not telling me which one of us was unplanned. So I don't think there's any way for them to know. <laughs> yeah, unless they're just bad parents and they retroactively, um, explicitly prefer one child. 
Mm, that's true. That's true. Yeah. This is the makings of like a true crime episode, probably. So, yeah. They're like on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's right. I love my folks. It's a random brother. podcast. Yeah. How often do you talk to your brother, by the way? Uh, a few times a month. Really? Yeah. I'm actually kind of shocked by that. I don't know why, but I just assume that like twins are just like Fraternal. way more like like they're like way more like they would talk way more to each other, I guess. Yeah, like Kevin Kyle, right? Yeah. I don't think they talk very often either, and that always surprises me. We're just very different, yeah. Mm. So you're saying that you don't like each other, is that right? I hate him, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Again, if I could send this clip to your family. <laughs> nope, they're not real. Actually, everything I just said is a lie, and... I'm just gonna, you know... My <laughs> family's gonna, like, made up. Play the intro again, really? <laughs> no, we're not. We're not playing the intro again. We're keeping it. Uh, uh, what else? Oh, yeah, I haven't been playing any games. I want to... Because then, sweet Nintendo Direct, I want to finally finish Breath of the Wild. I have one more Divine Beast to go. I was watching a video about how, like, this is the actually the prequel to Skyward Sword, and I was like, damn, you right. And I got excited. Oh, you're about to say it's a prequel to Skyrim, and I'm like, whoa. No. Okay. Skyward's, I mean, it's, everything is a prequel to Sky, Skyrim, you know what I mean? Right. Like, All the whole Zelda timeline is screwed up. Like, Skyward Sword is canonically the first. Yeah, but now... Tears of the Kingdom is canonically like before. Well, we don't know. You don't. You don't really know until the game comes out. Until Nintendo says something. Yeah, that's true. But like, also considering the contents of the game that we know so far, I would be very shocked if this is not a prequel to Skyward Sword. Um, while also being, or sorry, yeah, prequel to to Skyward Sword, but also somehow being like the sequel to something else and. Um, yeah, the thing is, is, like, once they started messing with, like, timelines in terms of, like, time travel, um, with Ocarina of Time and stuff like that, because one of the timelines is, like, Adult Link, one of the timelines is, like, another version of Adult Link, oh, yeah, for <laughs> audio listeners, Taylor just pulled his sunglasses down a little bit. That's personal information. And then, and then pushed them right back up after I called him out. <laughs> Can I ask you, do you often use those sunglasses? Oh, yeah. When I'm, if I'm outside, I'm putting on sunglasses. Unless it's dark. Yep. Can I ask you why those sunglasses? They offer UV protection. They were cheap on Amazon. Okay. Okay. I'm not like this, ooh, Ray-Bans guy. I need to get my $180 sunglasses that I'm going to lose. But I wasn't saying that you should do that. I lose at least one pair of sunglasses a year. That's I'm why saying you're lucky ones. you're not completely bald, or else people would probably be scared of you. <laughs> I'm lucky I'm not completely bald. Are you implying I'm losing hair? No, I'm not. I'm saying you're lucky you're not completely bald. It's one of my worst fears that, like, I'm right on my way to, like, male pattern baldness. Because my hairline then, is farther back than I'd like. Are you doing stuff to prevent it from happening? Or are you just like letting what? nature take its course? What do you how do you prevent genetic there's, hair loss? There's Rogaine. Well, you should talk to your <clears throat> doctor. Don't but tell me like, what to do. 
You just asked me what to do, and then you're <laughs> telling you what to do, Taylor. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so talk to your doctor, but like, there's, I know there's shampoos you can use that prevent hair loss, and I know that there's like shampoo. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my Mommy god. Use a poop product in my hair. And then there's also like um pills you can take for it. You want me to pop pills? Yeah, I do. If it's something you're that concerned about, like and it's baldness can be very preventable for a lot of people. Maybe not for everybody, but it can be preventable. All right, I'll talk to my You should my... because once your hair is gone, you can't get it back without expensive surgeries or a toupee. Oh, yeah, perm. So, but it's something that you can prevent. Like, if you stop it before it happens. Like... All right. Well, enough about hair loss. Let's get into the news that happened this past week. <laughs> Didn't you guys know this is, like, skincare, hair care? Like, yeah. <laughs> Holy hell, Brie. The lineup for PlayStation Plus for February is probably the best lineup I've ever seen in the history of the service for the record. It's pretty so, terrible, actually. I'm just coming, kidding. I'm just kidding. All right, I'll leave. Coming <laughs> to PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium. Horizon Forbidden West. You know, the game that starts with the words Horizon Forbidden West. It's a huge game. Came out, what, a year ago? And right next to Elden Ring. And, uh, you know... Rest in peace. Rest in peace. The, yeah, but it seems like a game really worth playing, and I still haven't played the first one. The Quarry, I've heard good things about overall. Resident Evil 7, I thought that was, that's been there for years. I guess not. Outriders, Scarlet Nexus, Borderlands 3, Tekken 7, Ace Combat 7, I love Ace Combat, Earth Defense Force 5, Onanaki, Lost Sphere, I Am Setsuna, Forgotten City. Very strong, very, very strong lineup. Mm -hmm. PS Plus, extra and premium. And for PlayStation Premium only, The Legend of Dragoon from PS1, and that's been a long-awaited request. Wild Arms 2, Harvest Moon, Back to Nature, and Destroy All Humans remake from PS4. I have to be honest. Like, I actually considered upgrading with the Legend of Dragoon thing. I was like... Just, just emulate it. Do I want to play Legend of Dragoon? But I think I would rather just like hold out and hope that there's a remake at some point or a remaster or something. Nah, maybe. I should show up to Jim Ryan's house and ask him. This is from Adam Mitchell at PlayStation Blog. Oh, yeah. Or is it Adam I even Michelle? bolded it. Actually, I don't know. M I C H E. I think it's Adam Michelle. I, I genuinely don't know. So I'll take Michelle. Michelle. I don't know. Yeah, it could, it could be so Michael? many things. It's not Michael. I mean, it could be. Who are you to judge? <laughs> I can't deal with you today. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> you couldn't even like lift your glasses up because they got caught. <laughs> They got caught in your brow bone or something, so you're like, <laughs> like stumbled with them for like thirty seconds. All right, I'll stay up for a second. Okay, yeah, you well, should. Everything's you bright. Should keep it like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, nice. just like leave it exactly how it is. Let's see what happens. Okay. 
Okay. Right. So anyway, I like this line from PlayStation Plus a lot. And I'll probably resubscribe to the extra tier when I start having a paycheck in about a week and a half. Check once you watch. once you are ready to to discuss, let me know how you feel about Peacock. About who's whoa whoa taylor you just took that to the next level when i was Wait, just offering to share a streaming you're service. implying i'm getting a, a peacock subscription no i'm saying i had asked if anybody wanted to share a premium like peacock subscription oh wait how much is indicated it? that how you may it? be interested it's like 12 bucks i think yeah i'll do that <laughs> i think let me check hold on i'll send the money to you via What's you the most like me. inconvenient way to send you money? I'll send you PayPal. coins. I'll send you six dollars in pennies in the mail. Oh, I'm sorry. It's ten dollars for the no ads, which is what I want. Ten dollars instead of twelve. I can't do it. <laughs> Taylor, I can't do it. With you. <laughs> I can't do it. With you. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Next up, okay. though, we got Next some up. Tom Henderson. Insider gaming sources have revealed that Sony is developing wireless earbuds and a new wireless headset for the PlayStation 5, both of which are release, are scheduled to be released, excuse me, end of FY23, which is April 2023 to March 2024. Um, the earbuds named Project Nomad will have an approximate battery life of around five hours which is almost identical to apple's airpods but slightly less than sony's wf 1000 xm3s no idea what that is um they have a six hour battery life which is completely different from five hours the nomad will come with a charging case that can be charged via USB-C cable to the playstation 5 in addition the same connection method will be used for the wireless earbuds updates on the playstation 5 um, sources have also said that the company is developing a new wireless headset for the PlayStation 5 named Voyager that will be released around the same time. <clears throat> it is understood that the Voyager headset has similar functionality to the InZone H7 headset, but its price point is yet to be determined. Um, although not confirmed by sources, what makes uh, both products' release dates particularly interesting is their proposed release date. Last year, Insider Gaming exclusively reported that Sony is developing a new PlayStation 5 with a de detachable disk drive, um, which is expected to hit shelves in September of 2023. If both scheduled release dates meet or are met, excuse me, um, it could suggest that Sony is planning a serious relaunch of sorts for the console. Um, this comes from Tom Henderson at Insider Gaming. How do you feel about this? Are you going to get them? No. <laughs> Why would I do that? No. Uh, well, it depends on their price, I guess. I don't know. I have an iPhone. If I'm going to get... $100. It's not going to be $100. I'm just throwing that price out. Just to see if know. you get it for Maybe. $100. I have like $50 wireless earbuds that I use for the gym. If I get more I have really expensive will... headphones. You have the AirPod Maxes. Yeah, I do. I do indeed. Is it, is it worth it? I know you didn't pay for it, but is it worth it? I did pay for it, actually. Oh, wait. I thought you got them free. No, I paid for them. Um, and it? yes, um, I actually cannot use earbuds anymore. 
um, at all. So yeah, it was a very well worth it investment. Um, I think that you can probably get different headphones for cheaper that have like all the features that AirPods do, but I just like the simplicity of the AirPods and I am an Apple fangirl at heart. Um, do you have an iPad? I do have an iPad. I have an iPad. I have an Apple Pencil. I have an Apple Watch. I have an iPhone. I have an Air or HomePod. I have AirPods. I have a MacBook. (laughs) Wait, you have a MacBook? What? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one's for work, though. Oh. So if you leave that company you work for, you have to give back the laptop. Yes, I do. Poopy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I do have a lot of Apple products. Oh, I also. Do technically have these are my airpods right here um in my little digimon case um but uh, the sunglasses again um but yeah i don't think i'll be getting these um i can't like i said i can't even use earbuds i would consider the over the ear ones but probably wouldn't because I, I like i have the ones that i'm wearing right now that i can use while gaming these are pretty nice headphones so i don't know and oh, and just in case anybody's curious, I can't wear earbuds because of my piercings. And my cat just yelled at me. Come on, Luna. But can you wear earbuds because of your piercings? I so I have piercings inside my ear. I know that was a joke. But <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't get I, it because you just said you couldn't. So I figured yeah. I'd ask to make you mad. I I don't know. Oh wait, so if you have Luna. Interesting. I don't know I where she is. assume your earphones are Audio Technica's from trying to guess from looking at the video. Can't remember. Hold on. I, I think I'm right. Um, they are not Audio Technica's. I cannot what? remember oh. the name. Hold what on. Are they? I'm looking it up. Calm down. No one panic. <laughs> I'm panicking. Um, I cannot remember the names of these. There's something. Uh, set. Is it? Uh, Sound blasters. Uh, the whammy no, I used to have HyperX clouds. These are not. That's what I have. Clouds. These are from like 2017, though. <laughs> um. Oh, they're uh, Bear Bear. I think it's Bear Dynamic. Oh, they... oh, okay. Yeah, these are the DT 770 Pro 80 ohms over the year headphones. Ohms is a unit of resistance. Okay. So they're expensive headphones. Not the most expensive. I think they were like 100 and something. Oh, you feel compelled to say they're expensive headphones, right? Yeah, I do. My coast is pretentious, guys. Oh, look at Luna. Anyway, just to be honest, these Sony headphones, like, it's I. Right. It really depends on the price point. If it's more than 120 bucks, I'm not getting them. Uh, but it's cool that Sony's making an option. It's about time. It's about someone tried time. To com- someone tried to compete with Apple's AirPods. I don't think they're trying to compete with the AirPods. I think this is like a really weird niche market that's not going to be successful. Like, I'm just being so honest. Oh, wait. Yeah, you're right. Just the, the, battery life that's, the battery life that's comparable. They're really built for gaming, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see, we'll see how they end up. But yeah. Okay. Next uh, up. Next. Next. PSVR 2 release, guys. And we... We have a little review roundup here, and most, if not all, out- outlets, gaming outlets, agreed the PSVR 2 is a huge step up in tech. Many agreed on uh, key improvements like, quote, a phenomenally good HDR OLED screen, 
And although others have raised concerns about the, the cable that tethers players to the PS5 console, like the PS4 wanted to the PS4, it still has a tendency to get in the way. Of course, the price of entry has come up many times, while several places feel the price of, the price tag is worth it. Others believe it may stop players from adopting the headset at the start. The PSVR 2 um, launch lineup has been described as, quote, solidly varied, although not quite spectacular. Um, Horizon Call the Mount in particular has been getting fairly solid reviews with an average Metacritic of 79. Bree, we're, we should be, I think, Metacritic is dead to us because we're on open critic fantasy. That's probably but I, I didn't. This is an article. Yeah, sure. However, so there are if you want to call, you know what? Call PlayStation Lifestyle. Call Rebecca. PlayStation Lifestyle is open critic. How and, dare you? And your feet smell. Exactly. That is However, exactly what you say. Right. There are doubts as to whether the support, um, the support will continue for PSVR 2 for the entire headset's lifespan especially as there's a lack of first-party titles for PSVR 2 launched on February 22nd. And to remind myself, is it PSVR 2 $600 US? That sounds right. No, it is $550 in the US. Wait, really? I thought it was more expensive. What? I mean, Either way, taxes. Still, still steep. Oh, yeah, where I am, 10% sales tax. <laughs> uh just wait, dude. My my taxes on my paycheck are about twenty percent. Oh yeah, there's no uh, state income tax for Ryman or local. <laughs> anyway, Bree, you're getting PSVR two. No, you're not. But uh, what are your thoughts on this? Oh wait, actually, no. I forgot to mention. We have some snapshots or reviews here. BGC gave it a PSVR two a four out of five, saying it's a stunning piece of tech. The price tag is significant and will be a barrier to many. The quality that's delivered is outstanding. The launch lineup doesn't fill, fill us with confidence that the hardware will still be supported like the PlayStation 5 generation. Eurogamer and Digital Foundry, so this is a vastly superior VR experience that brings all the advances seen in other areas of the market to PS5, along with some key improvements including a phenomenally good HDR OLED screen. Push Square says PSVR 2 improves on all of the flaws of its predecessor while still retaining the positives, like comfortability. But despite its, quote, eye-watering price tag, truly next-gen effort is not overpriced. GameSpot says it's a very well-made VR headset that has a high-quality build and premium feel while utilizing powerful tech and features to ensure it hits all, all, all the markers for what a modern VR experience should offer. IGN gave it a 9 out of 10, saying it has top-notch quality, visual quality, and immensely tactile sense controllers. And it's a quantum leap over its predecessor. And PlayStation Universe gave it a 9.5 out of 10, saying, calling it, a beguiling marriage of raw power, innovative design, and a solidly varied, though not quite spectacular, launch lineup. PSVR 2 managed to get set a ridiculously high bar for others to follow, and is easily the most compelling piece of tech the interviewer has got in their living room right now. This is from Rebecca Smith. All of this, these reviews, roundups, and the summaries are from Rebecca Smith, PlayStation Lifestyle. But yeah, PSVR 2 is cool. Uh, if it came, Half-Life Alex came out on it, maybe I'd be compelled to buy it. I want to play that game badly. I'm not. I mean, I, I'm not super compelled to buy it, honestly. I guess we'll see. Like, things could change. But I didn't really use my original PlayStation VR hardly at all. Um, besides it basically being a party trick kind of thing to show friends. Like, oh, look how cool my PlayStation VR is. But 
other than that. Yeah, I don't know. Meh. You're muted. Ooh, you want to talk about Hogwarts? I... <laughs> yes, but not in that context. Hong Kong? Oh my god. <laughs> Somebody send help. <laughs> this is my cry for help. That was Taylor's cry for help. This is mine. <laughs> Um, Hogwarts Legacy developer confirms there are no current plans for DLC devastation. Um, Hogwarts Legacy developer Avalanche Software has revealed to IGN that the studio has no current plans to release additional content for their Wizarding World RPG. Speaking uh, during IGN FanFest, Hogwarts Legacy game director Alan Tu, I have no idea how to pronounce that, I'm so sorry, it's T-E-W, Taylor is having just the best time over there with his sunglasses um explained that the team was so busy busy preparing the game for its launch last week that it hasn't yet planned on releasing any expansions quote we've been really heads down bringing hogwarts legacy to life so at the moment there are no current plans for dlc said too um that's not to say avalanche software won't be supporting the game post launch of course as it has already released a patch for the game that includes several performance improvements and other updates Hogwarts Legacy has also already received somewhat of an additional mission thanks to the PlayStation exclusive quest that takes place in Hogsmeade. Um, fans will just have to wait and see if Avalanche Software announces any proper extras, but given Two's comment, it doesn't look likely. That being said, Hogwarts Legacy did get off to an exceptional start, uh, netting nearly half a million players on Steam before it even officially launched. So the success... Um, might motivate its developer and publisher to expand on the wizarding world this is such an easy game to do dlc for in my opinion like just do like a side quest line. like this can't be that difficult i don't know oh i'm coming from the opposite angle i think more games should like developers should be confident in saying no we're not doing dlc i get it but are, like this isn't like a god of war ragnarok experience right like You're right it's god of War 2018 experience Which still doesn't have DLC, so I get that. I guess that's the joke, but like... <laughs> oh, no. Hogwarts Legacy is like GTA, but you can't run over people. I don't know. I, I have not finished the game, so I don't know if the end of the game lines up with the end of the school year. My guess is it probably does. Oh, setting so, up for a sequel? Because mm. you can... tech. I think you go to Hogwarts technically six years, and you're a fifth year in the game. So even if you do finish the fifth year, I guess you could technically go into a sixth year. How but much is I the guess price of depends. education at Hogwarts? Are they perpetuating the socioeconomic inequities in accessing college education? I think so, yeah. Because isn't Hogwarts like effectively Oxford? That's what it was based off of, right? I have no idea, dude. Literally no idea. I don't think uh, this hard about like Hogwarts and, and Harry Potter and stuff. Where's Sam when you need him? I know. That's what I'm saying. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, I would say that yes, because I, I know that like the books and school supplies are fairly expensive from what I remember in the story. Um, but Harry Potter is just like so rich. So it didn't matter. But there are people specifically like the Weasleys and stuff that have like hand-me-down robes um that have like 
like they use stuff from their like siblings school experience and somebody used to take these glasses away from taylor <laughs> anyways um i can't handle oh my god yeah okay um if you are an audio listener on this episode you're really missing out i would encourage you to go check out even if you just like scroll through like the past like few minutes of like the video version taylor is out of control um anyway so yeah so i think that they don't really pay that much attention to socioeconomic stuff yeah fair enough well I might play the game eventually, possibly. It's so beautiful and so fun. So I fun. still have objections uh, that, you know, Kevin Ethan addressed in X Talk, but I'm probably not going to play it because of my uh, personal beliefs. But, but. The thing like, is, is like, I yeah. think it's okay either way. And if you are hesitant to play the game because of all of the concerns with um, political and social, moral, whatever human you want to call rights it. issues, yeah, um, that's good. That's good umbrella. then I, I respect either way. Um, there's no reason to bully on either side. Just let people make their decision. Um, however, I will say if Harry Potter is something that truly brings you joy, um, and like, because Harry Potter for me, like that world is something that brings me so much joy. The thing is, is like the amount of money that I will be giving to somebody that is literally one of the richest people in the world is insignificant compared to my joy in this really shitty world. That, that's my personal opinions on it and like in terms of like that's why I think like it's worth it for me and so if you're kind of like on the fence like and you feel guilty but you know that the game is going to bring you so much joy just just you know just enjoy your life don't tell me what to do I'll enjoy my I'll be miserable with my life so I feel like it also trans lives matter hell yeah Yep, yep. All right. <clears throat> Moving on. It's a little short story. McGordon, the composer of Atomic Heart, is donating his, what he calls his fee, I assume, his payout for making music for the game yeah. for Atomic Heart. I think he's Australian, so they don't talk normal. Yeah, Australians aren't real. Donating his fee. And so, I they live with too many spiders. They can't be real. I want to try a kangaroo sometime. Is donating his what? fee. And so, yeah, they kangaroo there. They do. I'm shocked right now. I'm flabbergasted and gobsmacked. No. They better not. Yeah, they do. Ew. Okay, keep going. He's donating his, uh, yeah, like I said, his quote fee or his payout in support of Ukraine. And, oh yeah, Bree wants me to read the tweet directly. So I thought it was way easier to just read the tweet directly than read a story talking about the tweet. Hey. I mean, probably so many times when we could have done this in other stories, but yeah, he says, so to read his, his full note that he has screenshotted here on his tweet, on his tweet, on his tweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. 
Sounds like an obscenity. Boy, anyway. oh boy. <laughs> um, okay, Mick said on February 24th, 2022, I, like the rest of the world, was horrified as Putin's armies escalated the war in Ukraine with a brutal and unjustifiable invasion, causing immense suffering for the Ukrainian people. The tragedy of this conflict cannot be overstated. With countless innocent lives already lost and the country deeply impacted by violence and instability. This invasion was not a decision of the Russian people, but rather an authoritarian regime that disregards human rights and dignity. The world must continue to demand an end to this aggression and stand in solidarity with the Ukrainian people. Two years later, in April 2020, Mumfish Studio approached me to contribute to the musical vision of Atomic Heart. The game's unique aesthetic, combined with the musician's love for Soviet-era synthesizers, provided an exciting creative opportunity. I was thrilled to be involved and grateful that the team saw fit to bring me aboard. Sorry, to bring me on board. Working with Munfish is an absolute delight as they prioritize imagination and artistic freedom, which is evident in the game's stunning art direction and detailed world building. I'm eager to see and hear my musical contributions come to life in the final game when Atomic Heart releases later this month. I'm proud to donate my fee from the game to the Australian Red Cross's Ukrainian Crisis Appeal in support of the people of Ukraine who are heroically defending their country against aggression. I believe it is important to support pro-peace organizations, stand up for what is right, and to help those in need, especially during times of crisis. This donation is a way for me to provide practical support to those whose lives may have been impacted by the war. Sorry, have been impacted by the war. The Red Cross has been a vital resource for those affected by the conflict, providing aid and medical care and psychosocial support. By supporting the Red Cross, I'm confident that my donation will positively impact those in need, and I am honored to use my work as a means to help those affected by the conflict. Well said, Mick. Mickey. Um, do you think that like this is all of the money that he's getting from this game or do you think this is the upfront fee and then he gets a percentage on the sales on the back end i don't know the way it doesn't matter for for like like either way the donation is fantastic i'm just curious the way the wording is framed in context seems like the up seems like the fee is the upfront payment i would guess yeah, I don't know. I'm not quite sure get, how like back end yeah. payments, you know. Whoa, Bree. I know, right? Oh my god. Anyway, it's fine. We're just gonna ignore her, that. Her, her video went away. Um, for a second. I think I'm not sure how the royalties, how payouts work once my the video starts censoring selling. me. Yeah. Oh, Russia's used censoring Bree. Yeah, every time I get naked, it, it just the camera turns off. Whoa. That's inappropriate. Actually, Why do you no, think the camera turns off? No, normalize the human body, guys. Come on. Honestly, though. Honestly. But yeah, I think... I'm not sure how the royalties work after games release, but I assume this fee is the upfront sum that Mick gets. Well, the, the fee... The like, the royalties work depending on the contract, right? So we don't know what all the contract, like, Mick's yeah. contract is. Yeah. Well, people so. like audio composers and video... Sorry, voice actors. I think they, they usually just get one on, fee on a contract right? basis. Yeah. Really, I feel like they just get like the one and they're done. Or that's yeah, they do, but like it's their contract. It's still oh you yeah, it's still a contract. All employees employment and full-time is audio engineers usually. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, I think that that was really cool of Mick to do. Um, curious to see how this other drama plays out with Mick, but I think that that. Um, either way, I think that the stuff going on in Ukraine right now is horrendous. So, 
you're muted again, but I saw you say yeah, so. Um, oh, yeah, I'm not muted. You just couldn't hear me. Um, Except for I could see the mute button is, was hit on the side. In Wait, you can see when I mute myself? I can, yeah. That's inappropriate. Okay. <laughs> That's a kind of a violation of my privacy. I think I might be able to mute you, too. <laughs> don't know. I can no. kick you too. <laughs> Whoa. I like being kicked, but not, not like that. Um, not like that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Bree, you want to talk about so. some Crystal? Yeah. Crystal Dynamics in Eidos? Is that how you say it? I can't remember. Eidos Montreal. I think it's Eidos. Eidos? Okay. Eidos. Are expected. You got to pick one. EDs, Nuts Montreal. <laughs> You didn't even have your sunglasses on when you said that. It lost all of it. All right, I need to put them back on. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Try again. No. Yeah, no, go ahead. Mm -mm. <laughs> Crystal Dynamics and Eidos Montreal are expected to release five AAA games by March 31st, 2028. Lars Wingefors? The CEO of Crystal Dynamics and Ada's parent company, Embracer, provided an update on the group's pipeline of AAA projects during a quarterly earnings pr presentation on Thursday. He defined AAA games as, one, titles that have over 100 full-time developers at the peak of their development phase. Two, they must have notable or significant marketing budgets and are expected to sell at least 2 million units. And three, if development work is paid for by an external partner, Embracer must also have a notable economic upside. One project that would appear to meet all three stipulations is Perfect Dark, a co-development between Xbox Studio, The Initiative, and Crystal Dynamics, which is being funded by Microsoft. Um, another is Crystal Dynamics' upcoming Tomb Raider game, which will be published by Amazon. Um, it was recently claimed that a new Deus Ex game was in very early development at Eidos Montreal and that the studio was working on a new IP as well in collaborating with Microsoft on Xbox games, including Fable. Um, prior to last year's completion of a $300 million deal to acquire a large part of Square Enix's Western development arm, Embracer said that it was um, – what? The world is that word. It was envisaging – envisaging. envisioning? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> releases, <laughs> releases, sequels, remakes, remasters, spinoffs, and more for Crystal Dynamics and Idis Montreal IPs, which also include Thief. Ooh. Um, in God, November, needs a new game. Sorry. yeah, it does. Um, in November, Crystal Dynamics and Ida's CEO Phil Rogers said Crystal Dynamics had received an overwhelming response to a survey designed to gauge interest in potential revival of its long dormant Legacy of Kane series. Um, in total, Winchers said Embracer plans to release. 31 AAA games by March 31st, 2028. In addition to the five from Crystal Dynamics and Eidos Montreal, eight will come from Gearbox Entertainment, 11 from Saber Interactive, six from PlayOn, and one from THQ Nordic. Four are expected to be released during Embracer's first fiscal uh, year ending in March 2024, with seven to eight released each year thereafter. 17 of these games are in full production, 9 are in pre-production, 5 are in concept phase, 24 will be published internally, 28 will be published, or sorry, developed internally, and 23 are based on owned IP, 24 are based on established IP, and 7 are based on new IP. Only 6 of the 31 projects have been announced to date, Winchrist said. This is from it's Tom Ivan at BGC. Mm-hmm. 
sorry I interrupted. But yeah, uh, Embracer, please put out good games. Please. Remember in one of their recent showcases, there was like 80 RTS games. Um, I'm, RTS is like... Yeah, you know, sorry, Sean. Capri. I saw that there was beef in the <laughs> Discord. Not real beef. But just... Oh, yeah. His stupid inverted controls. Yeah. <laughs> he just listened to this show, so I can talk shit on him. That's right. Somebody's going to tell him no. No, no, they won't. Okay. I'm not, but <laughs> I'm sure somebody will. Remember, yeah, before I mean... you act, think, actually, no, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Anyway. I mean, this all sounds like really cool. I mean, more games is always great as long as everybody is having a good time making those games. Yep. They're compensated fairly. Um, yeah I mean I'm sure a lot of that is not happening but what are you talking about Brie? you're you're telling me game development isn't an oasis for comfortability and what job is though like I'm not saying I'm not saying that like they get off like and they're free but like what job is is. a software engineer that can automate all of their work I've actually heard about that a lot. And they just like to be frank. Have their quote work on one monitor and it's like doing its thing. While another one they're just like, YouTube, browsing around. What about Kevin's job? Yeah, Kevin, I'm convinced, doesn't do anything. Yeah, Kevin doesn't do anything. That's how you play so many games. So Kevin has a job, but he doesn't really have a job. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but he's like open about it. He's like, Yeah. It's good. I think it's kind I mean, of a flex. The thing is, is, like, there are just some things that, like, like, I mean, for, for my job, like, I have days that, like, I don't have a lot of stuff to do, you know? It just happens sometimes. I'll be a fish out of water when I start probably for the first several months. So, who knows what the hell. Okay. Like, it's not that I want something to do. It's probably, I will know how to do something, and I have to keep bugging an employee until they have free time to help me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just how it is with new jobs, and I think that that's okay, and it's okay to ask questions. Okay, it's expected. You're not yeah. going to make money for the company you're working for. You're not, they're not going to break even on hiring you until, like, probably a year into you working. <laughs> like, Luna. on average, I think. Stop acting oh, crazy. Luna. Oh, speaking of cats. Are you getting sorry, a cat? Tangent. I want to get a cat, but I'm trying to get the hell away from pet rent, and I do have anxiety. So what I'm going to do is try to get some papies some pet papies, and get a cat without paying pet rent. So you could say, oh, Taylor, you're just trying to avoid paying this extra month. Partly, yes. Absolutely, yes. But also, I do actually have anxiety, so I have probable cause for getting pet papers. I don't think probable cause is ever used in such a context. Isn't anxiety just, like, so fun? So fun, so quirky. (laughs) Great time. Nice quirky, little <laughs> little kinky, yeah. Yeah. But almost as kinky as Wildlight Entertainment, a new AAA studio that's been revealed, comprised of veterans from Respawn, well, Respawn, Love Titanfall 2, Infinity Ward, got some good COD games, Naughty Dog, Sony Santa Monica, Need I, of course, we all know them, and more studios. The studio was, quote, fully funded and has been working on a new IP for, quote, some time. And they have a new Twitter handle at Wildlight ENT, one word, on Twitter. This news comes from the um, popular games uh, Twitter news reporter 
Shinobi602 on Twitter. So, yeah. Any thoughts, feelings? Nope. I don't know what the hell they're working on. What if they're working on the next best game? I don't know. What? What could possibly be better than Forspoken, you know? Oh, you're going to call out Forspoken as the best game of all time. Okay. Okay. I see you. All right. All right. What could possibly you're dying be on that than, hill now. What could no possibly take be, better, be better than Battlefield 2042, you know? I've never even played that. I have no context. On it was a dumpster fire. Or not. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, Bri, I know you're really excited for this. <laughs> I, I actually do like new studios forming. I always think that's cool. I think the last time... I imagine the call where they're like, hey, I'm forming a new studio. Do you want to work with yeah. me? <laughs> I, mean, I think that would be so probably. cool. But um, also, like, the studio who did Callisto, I think, is a, maybe it is an example of, right, industry veterans getting together to make a game. Granted, Callisto didn't perform to their financial expectations, but the fact they got together and made a new video game that at least scored decently, you know, that's Callisto a recent example of when these developers get together. are too close. Like, I know that they were not made by the same people at all, like in terms of yes, like actual yes studios, were. in terms of like actual studio. Yes, they were. I, it was the one oh, guy. Actual, okay. It's the guys, yeah. who, the veterans who worked closely on Dead Space yeah. worked on Callisto. Yes. And I, that's what I'm saying is, is it's too close and I can, I'm still triggered by Callisto when I'm playing Dead Space. I can tell. I can tell. That's so weird. That Callisto, it's like you played them in reverse yeah yeah but obviously with the remake you actually played them sequentially in terms of release so yeah and i also beat callisto i can't believe i did that still beat it just you you did and you hated the combat i hated the whole thing it was terrible all right sorry sorry as sean capri would say sorry guys i'm canadian um would he say that yeah, that's exactly the what he whole says. sentence. Okay, he's compelled to say I'm Canadian after he says sorry. Oh, um, okay, is that like a law or is it just like an emotional, like psychological compulsion? Or cry for help? I don't know. Oh, okay, I feel like we're the ones that need help, and Canadians are the ones that are fine. <laughs> Me, I don't need help. God damn it! All right, where Sibs. is Sam when you need him? Yeah, <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> okay. Do you want to take this next one or do you want me? I don't know. Maybe I'll keep it a little brief because I'm not a big Civ guy, but Civ 7 is confirmed to already be in development. Uh, Fire Axis. And this comes along with the this news comes along with the change of command of Fire Axis games. Is it Fire Axis or for Axis? I Sorry, don't for know. Axis. I'm just it is for Axis. Ignore oh, me. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So take two. Oh, that's it's unfortunate. Take two is Access's parent company. Take Two Interactive uh, confirmed in a new statement on which Friday? I think last. This either, last Friday, like this so last like Friday, a few days ago. That no launch date or window was offered, but the news comes six years after the launch of Civ 6, critical and commercial success across five platforms. Take Two and 2K Games announced the development and news release, also promoting um, Heather Hazen to Fur Access's studio head. Um, and also announcing the departure of longtime developer Jake Solomon, formerly head, sorry, formerly Hazen was for Access Games Chief Operating Officer. And Take-Two said in a statement that Ed Beach would continue as creative director for the next Civ, 
beach directed six Civ six as it was designed for Civ five in twenty ten. There's a big quote about how he's thrilled to take on the studio's legacy and that he's it sounds like is LinkedIn. it a he or a she or she whoops they they wait I was I was looking at this in the context of of Ed Beach no this is no, talking about Heather, Heather Hazen yeah yeah sorry probably she um if not they or they using your pronouns yeah that's true whoever Heather really is however yeah. they identify anyway yeah this, this is from Owen S. Good at Polygon, just in case anybody was wondering. Owen is good. Because <laughs> he's he is good. That's good. Yeah. Luna's smack her Hispanic. Yeah, she just went and ate food. Who's who gave her permission to do that? She does if you think I can tell Luna what to do, you are well, so you can't wrong. tell a cat. You can't tell a cat what to do. No, you cannot. The best you could do is try to attract her with catnip or a treat. Yeah, you just kind of have to like try and direct them in the right direction, and if it doesn't work, you just go, "Oh well." Yeah, well, yeah. Anyway, Brie, I know you're really excited for Civ Civ Seven. I actually don't really have feelings. I have played Civ before. I think it's Civ Five. I'm not, but I do have to say one of my one of the songs I actually listen to a lot is "Baba Yetu," which is one of the Civ songs. Um. So love that song. Hopefully they do another version of it. I'm always here for another version of Baba Yetu. <laughs> so that's my feelings on it, I guess. Fair enough. Okay. Any feelings for you, Taylor? Uh, no, not really, but I think it's good being important. Do you play Civ games? Do I play Simp games? Whoa, Brie. Civ. Oh my uh, God. What are you trying to imply? No, I don't play simp. You games. would play simp games if there's a game not. that was like simp the game. You would. Nope. Don't lie to me. I've heard not you simp. Other simps out. I mean, uh, <laughs> now nah, I added myself. Whoops. Well, <laughs> here we are. Now I'm in a predicament. Not the first time. And you know, I'm not. I'm not a big simp guy, but I know some people who play simp religiously. Or um, um, what is it? King Crusaders. Crusader Kings. Crusader Kings is another big RTS little sim people like age of empires crusader king civ i know those types of folks who would be into this um you also can you know live out your dream to be an imperial oppressor if you want to play civ or you could try to get everyone to be your friend you know there's a lot of different ways to play the game Taylor. what <laughs> what i can what? see your the reflection of your monitor <laughs> So I can yeah, see I you and you're like clicking around on stuff. <laughs> oh, well, that's that's a privacy. That's a breach of privacy. All right. That's a, don't, just be careful. You don't click on porn in the middle of the show. And I guess we're good. Well, whatever that means. Whatever that means. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I know it could is. mean anything. Who knows? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go to this next story here. Um, Double Fine Psychodicy. The 30. Two-part, twenty-plus-hour documentary that chronicles the development of Psychonauts Two oh is God. now available for free for everyone on YouTube. Um, I don't really want to chat about this a lot, but I wanted everybody to know it was available. Um, it was know. created twenty hours. Yeah, it was created by Two Player Productions and Double Fine, and follows a similar and equally as wonderful documentary that was released for Broken Age. 
Um, it's an extensive and very rare look behind the curtain of game development. So definitely check it out if you have the chance, um, if you're interested in game development at all, especially like this kind of game development, because they do um, like point and click games very well. Um, so yeah, check it out. They took like they literally like had to get through thousands of hours of like footage to make this. So wait, what's point and click? Where you point and click. I know, but Psychonauts 2 is not a point and click game. Broken Ages. A broken so age. Okay, that's what I was trying to clarify. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. They do a lot of point and click games. In fact, I think most of their games are point and click. Hmm. I know the, well, the original Psychonauts was a platformer too, but other than that, I'm not familiar with most of their work. I think most of them are point and click. There's a lot of quirky developers who make point and click games, so that kind of checks out. Have you ever played Leisure Suit Larry? What? LLL? Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah. There's a lot of dick jokes in it. Oh. It's inappropriate. It's a very inappropriate game. I know someone who speed ran a point and click game. It was like the first person in the world to do it. Then like him and like one other person tried to one up him and they came up with these strategies of like optimizing the run consists of the rhythm that you're pressing the left click button uh -huh. and how, and at what point do you press like the right arrow to turn your character? It's so funny. Uh, but anyway, I'm happy that Psychonauts 2 got such a huge behind the curtain look. That's, that's great. Mm -hmm. Definitely check it out. Show the support because, like, the more support they get, the better for them. Um, This is from Adam Bankhurst at IGN. Just as a shout-out. Nice. All right. So, this last story is interesting. God War Ragnarok's story almost had a drastically different result. And if you don't want to be spoiled of Ragnarok's plot, it is now one hour, one minute. Why do you tell them the time code? About 30 <laughs> seconds into the show. Go I'm saying away. so I can remember it to put in the description also. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, forgot all Ragnarok spoilers. But in an early We will probably talk about the original ending, like the actual ending that happened in the game. So, like, yeah. if you don't want us to be spoiled on this game, go away. Yeah. In an early draft of God of War Ragnarok, Kratos was originally going to die at Thor's hand. Uh, oh, unpopular opinion. I kind of want Kratos to die somehow in this game. Anyway. According to narrative director Matt Sophos, Thor would kill Kratos during their fight at the beginning of the game. See, it being that early, it feels like a Joel moment. Uh, uh, whoops, I just, Last of Us 2, sorry guys. That was uh, hella spoilers for Last of Us 2. Uh, whoops. Yeah. And for the TV show, and for like anybody that's watching the show. <laughs> oh my god, Well, it's, it's okay, it'll be fine. Quote, it wasn't a permanent death. He would get pulled out of hell, essentially, by Atreus. But now 20 years have passed. End quote. And Sophos explained in an interview with um, that this outline didn't stay around for long as it didn't feel right to the development team. Kratos had come back from death plenty of times in the previous games, that's true. Including God of War 3. Sophos, which is like the last game before um, his current Norse um, saga. And Sophos continued to say, quote, as we were developing the story, we knew that we wanted the story to be one about letting go and changing. Nothing is written that can't be unwritten. As long as you're willing to change, then you're not bound to fate. That's nice. I like it. In God of War mm -hmm. 2018, Kratos was prophesized to die, right, at the end of the game when we saw the storyboards in Jotunheim. Mm -hmm. So if he had indeed perished, then that would have undermined the message of the game. 
Oh. I'm 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 all for like emotional devastation, so I would have wanted Kratos to die. I did not. I was literally dreading it, like to the point it was making me sick. I was like dreading it so much. Um, this is from George Yang at IGN. Um, yeah, I'm really glad that they didn't go that route. Um that route or any other route in which Kratos doesn't make it. Like I I don't know. Like not for me. All right. Not for me. Well, they changed it, so there you go. And also, last of episode five, moving on. I haven't seen it yet, Brie. Sorry. I've seen it. Literally oh. watched it in the middle of the night last night. Oh. I heard it's good from, like, everyone who talks about Literally it. Literally sobbing. Throwing up. Not really throwing up. But I did Whoa. sob, like... At the same time? I don't throw up as out of principle, but... Kev liked it a lot. I heard him talking about it on on uh, Project X talk. I, almost I really love episode five. I loved episode four as well, but episode five, man. I mean, the thing is, is like I knew it was coming, and it still sucked. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Thanks for spoiling it, Bree. You're welcome. It's okay. I just spoiled you have the two no idea in a span of like ten seconds earlier, so it's I deserve that. You're welcome. Yeah, looking real innocent with that EB to your left. Or your right, your right, my left. Okay, but what about the Mew? You know how powerful Mew is? Very powerful. On any move. I can teach a Mew, like, a little tiny Mew, I can teach it, like, you know, Dragon Pulse or something, like, what? How how can I do that? But uh, also, uh, by the way, Taylor, you you don't know it's coming, but you do. So I did not spoil. I mean, I guess technically, but not really. You'll be okay. I was. I could have made another crew joke now, but I refrained. I'm so proud of you. It's Thanks. probably because you didn't have the sunglasses on. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Is it so we can see your screen again? This is as far as it's going to get, I think, for now, guys. But uh, I'll talk happening. about Halo Episode 5 and Episode 6 next week. I'll catch up, guys. You better, okay. or else. Sorry. I'm sorry. Or else I'm spoiling everything. Including my food in the fridge. Spoiling mm -hmm. that. I will. I swear. <laughs> Taylor, there's, there's, there's like Parmesan cheese in your cheese where I'm like, oh, damn, I, I want that to be a surprise. <laughs> I one time had that, not that exact same thing happen, but I was talking to one of my friends and I was like, are you wearing this shirt right now? And they were like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, how did you know That's that? Creepy. Imagine <laughs> just talking to someone new, like just as a friend, you're like, oh, this was my friend for a very, very, very long time. That'd be, that'd be so creepy. That was like, oh, your cup is empty to your right. And you're like, what? Yeah. No, <laughs> the best part was I was trying to convince him. I was like, no, I have like a camera in your room. And then they were like, how many fingers am I holding up? And I guessed right. <laughs> I was like, you have three fingers on each hand held up. And they were like, what the fuck? Wow. And what if your friend only had three fingers in each hand anyway? <laughs> they didn't. But I, I guess was that their... was a possibility. I met someone who's missing their pinky. Just didn't have their pinky. Okay. 
How was that experience for you, Taylor? Seeing them on the, when I was a little kid, seeing them on the jungle gym, I thought it was pretty impressive. Like, well, how did they do it without a pinky? But they did it. Okay. Anyway, um, this if you had to lose one is... finger or one toe, what would you pick? Pinky toe. Who needs a who needs a pinky toe? No one. Okay. I actually think pinky toe is like evolutionary. <laughs> one of the reasons pinky toe is so small is evolutionarily it's it's getting it's getting. We're phased gonna out. get rid of it. Yeah. That's really creepy. Thanks. I appreciate yeah. an existential crisis in the middle of. Quentin Tarantino is probably losing that. his mind over it. It's like, oh no, I'm going to lose a toe. What am, how am I going to put a feet in my movie now? It's it's really bad. Yeah, that's devastating for people with foot fetishes. Yeah. What if people are? What if there are people that are only into four toes? Maybe this is good news for them. Yeah, this is an area of expertise that I don't think I'd like to explore on this podcast. <laughs> Your eyes just got so wide there for a second. You really? Yeah. Like, oh boy. But uh, you started think, this energy with your sunglasses. So. Yeah, I'll take them off. A little, little trusty. Why did you spin them off? I don't know. I'm chaotic. Uh, I think we're Taylor's acting all cool over here. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm cool. I play with tech decks. I know what's going on. Bree, do you have tech decks when you were a kid? I have no idea what that is. So no. Little skateboards. We go like, woo, whoa, woo-wee, wow. No, whatever that was, I did not do that. Yeah, they were like little skateboards <laughs> that you would you would ride them on a table with your two fingers and you could like do an ollie like. Oh, no, I did not do that. I thought you were asking about like the one like, like actual, like not skateboard, but like. The ripstick? Yeah, ripstick. Yeah, I thought that's Heelys? what you were asking about. I did have Heelys and a ripstick. I was so jealous that I didn't have Heelys. My parents were like, no, it's too dangerous. I'm like, you guys don't know what you're talking about. In retrospect, they were probably doing the right thing. Heelys were really dope. There's a lot of hills I probably could have fallen down on Heelys. I mean, I wasn't on hills riding Heelys, but I guess, yeah, you could have. But I still got into a bike accident on a hill like like a, oh, I hate a year and bikes. a half ago. I love bikes. I have a really disgusting story about bikes, and that's why I don't like bikes. I don't trust uh -oh. them. We're going to save that for the post-show next week. You will not remember next week, but yeah, sure. On the post-show, I hate my friends this tomorrow. This tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, but with all that said, I think I think I'll stop it here. I need to go. It's 10 a.m. Pacific. I am on Pacific time now. I need to go eat breakfast. Right, have you adjusted, by the way? I feel like, okay, to be honest, I feel like I I have, but I'm telling myself I haven't, and I'm gaslighting myself that must be the source of my sleep depriva de deprivation, but I'm taking responsibility away from myself when I say that. I see. So I think I really have adjusted, but I'm saying I haven't as an excuse okay. for being tired. I respect the excuse. Because I've been here for, like, tomorrow makes it two weeks, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, goodbye, everybody. If you did, again, not watch the video, I highly recommend at least this little quick scroll through to see Taylor's chaos. I don't know yeah. what was happening. Also, yeah, I look okay. cute today, so. Yeah. Bree's rocking it. Luna's rocking it. Luna was really rocking it today. She has a soupy uh, picture in the back. It just says soupy instead of supreme. Suppy. No, so that character's name is Rem. Suppy. 
So it's S-U-P-R-E-M-E. Sussy. So it is Supreme poster. It's actually one of my favorite posters. So we'll talk. All right. Actually, Brie, I need to I need to talk to you after what I'm recording about posters. But okay. next time, guys. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. And you can find us again on youtube.com slash state of the game media. And don't forget to check out our Discord if you want to hang out. Links in the description. And Brie, where can people find you? At Fabulist, Brianna, B-R-E-A-N-N-A. That's it. Yeah, that's where you can find me on okay. almost anything. Okay. People can find you in the Discord and not Twitter. Nope. You can find me on uh, Hive. You can find, at, you can find Hive Sam. At, I don't know. At Pinky Toe Lover 45. Wait, you do the Sam handle. I want to hear you do it. Oh, yeah. I'm on Twitter.com at Sam Haney. <laughs> that's S A M H E A N E Y. <laughs> All right, Bree's, Bree's time for the count. Oh, wait, but she has to press the stop record button, so we have to wait for her. Oh, my God. All right. Okay, I'm ready. I'm dead. I'm dead. Okay, goodbye. Bye.